Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast on the hunt for a thief and their stolen treasure. I'm your host and Chief Inspector David Lloyd, and in this episode we're going to be having a little bit of fun in a game that I've devised called Where in the World Does Phantom Thief Be? Before I explain how the game works though, let's introduce our crack team of rookie detectives looking to boost their rank with a caller tonight. First up, a detective that was one day away from retirement before a vile henchman dropped an anvil on his head. It's Jordan Rudick. I don't know if I'd want to be a detective in a Looney Tunes cartoon, because it sounds like that's <laughs> what you're describing. But uh, uh, funny enough, I actually, when I was a kid, one of those, like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up uh, questions or times? Like, I, I did I did want to be a detective for a little while. I don't, I don't know when that went away, but um, I remember, like, setting up traps in my room for, you know, not even just to trap my siblings, but just, like, just to have, just to look at them and see what would happen. But uh, th- then, then of course, I broke the bunk bed and all the traps went away. So maybe, maybe that's when the, the detective dream died, when my traps <laughs> almost uh, almost killed one of us. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. All fun and games till someone loses an eye. That's right. Playing the role of ex-con, let out of prison in order to assist with the investigation, though he's been planning his escape the entire time, it's Casey Gibson. I don't know about this whole ex-con business, but I do have uh, a bit of experience with escape in the world of Sanctuary and Eorzea to, to be here tonight. So uh, it's been tough, but I managed to get a sneak away. Yes. Yeah, well, and especially with all, there's been a lot of Final Fantasy news. The Endwalker uh, previews came out today, too. Mm. Oh, my subscription so. box is full. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And finally, claiming not to be Carmen Sandiego, despite her clearly suspicious accent, it's Paige Chamberlain. You're the one with the accent, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Paige who? (laughs) I always wonder what a Canadian accent sounds to people. Like, boot, sorry. Not from North America. (laughs) Yeah, probably sounds like some some, uh, country, like backwoods uh, lumberjack, I guess. Mostly sounds American with, like, some exceptions, basically. (laughs) A more polite American? Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a t shirt with that. American with some exceptions. I'm gonna get I think that's that's a pretty good slogan for Canada. <laughs> oh, I guess uh it was funny, I was thinking it was the a holiday weekend for most of us, but I don't think Australia does Australia recognize uh, I don't think you guys do Thanksgiving. Nope. Nope. So it was just the Canadians. Mm-hmm. It's actually crazy because I, I was thinking, I'm like, man, it's only just a couple weeks away from November. And then obviously, you know, the American uh, Thanksgiving is, uh, I think it's the third Thursday of every November. So That sounds right. Yeah, it's yeah. something like yeah. that. So we, we got a little bit of a ways, but it's really not that far off. And, and then that gets us right into all these holiday games coming out, right? Like even with Metroid Dread just releasing, I was like, that that's mm-hmm. pretty much, I feel like, the start of uh, the the slate of of really great games heading our way, so it, it, good times to be alive, hey. For I sure. like how you correctly identified it as American Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> after you guys were talking about your fake fake Thanksgiving up there, do you is it like do you guys have turkey? Is it like the same type of deal as far as the food goes? Uh, it's not it's not as big a holiday, but yeah, we still do turkey. You still have like family dinners and get-togethers and stuff, but I don't think it's as like I think there's other holidays in Canada that people would you know rank if you were ranking holidays. I think you'd put other ones higher. I think it's a bigger a bigger deal in the states, and maybe part of that is the the connection with Black Friday. Like we've kind of you know uh, 
appropriated Black Friday for ourselves as well. Uh, but th it doesn't come after a holiday like it does uh, with you guys. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not, not the big deal uh, that it is in the States. Um, Australia started to do the Black Friday thing about the American time. Um, though, of course, we never have significant sales, so it's not quite... It's not... Uh, <laughs> it's like, just go spend money, <laughs> It's please. not very exciting, but... You know, at least there's a guaranteed sale time, I guess. Now, <laughs> what what is the biggest day for sales, Paige? Like, you, do you have boxing a Boxing day? day? Like, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, just boxing like day. us. Then, yeah. <laughs> boxing Day was Boxing Day in Canada was the biggest one until we started following Black Friday. Now I'd say Black Friday is is bigger than Boxing Day. And well, I think last yeah. year a lot of things, you know, like didn't have sale sales, but people still showed up in big numbers. <laughs> well, it's funny now. It's the this it you know. Right, Black Friday, first thing, doorbuster, 6 a.m., then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah. two midnight, now it's like, a couple years ago, uh, my cousin, I mean, it's my cousin's fiance at the time, but now it, uh, her husband, like, left, like, before we even ate dinner on Thanksgiving to go get a 3DS <laughs> oh for, like, a hundred bucks or something. He's like, I gotta go to yeah. Best Buy. Yeah. I was like, man, it, it's just, it's, yeah, I think, honestly, Thanksgiving probably has the better deals than Black Friday now. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday at eight a.m. or eight p.m. is when they start. Some maybe even earlier than that. Sometimes like they'll just everyone wants to be the first one to have their sales start so they get all the business. I guess Ugh, but, craziness. Yeah, the websites start crashing earlier and earlier. I, every yeah, year, this, I just wait for Cyber Monday now. Yeah, I was gonna say this year is mm. probably gonna be bonkers because I mean, not mm. that I ever really go out uh, Black Friday shopping at all, but now that you know, last year I'm assuming with COVID and everything, it was probably much more relaxed. It, probably not really, yeah, but yeah. It, knock on wood. Oh, I think it moved all online, right, Case? I bet you a lot of people did their Black Friday shopping that maybe wouldn't normally did it all online last yeah, year. Yeah, so I, this year, now yeah. that people are vaccinated and can go out, it's probably going to be it, like an absolute. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> all that, all that pent up uh, shopping rage is going to come out yeah, this year. Maybe. The stampedes are—they're—they're they're going to come back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are the worst on YouTube. Like just watching like all the Black Friday stampedes. Those poor it's employees. Like the, the weekend after. Yeah. It's it's brutal for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. All for a yeah. freaking piece of crap, seventy inch TV for a hundred bucks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they've got like one or two in the store, and then yep. those are gone. Like the, the old bait and switch. Out. Exactly. You better start putting the nails in your bat now. So. <laughs> When David started asking Paige about uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday, I thought you were going to go full Xander and just ask, you know, what holidays do you celebrate then? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have a debacle like we did two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, does uh, anybody have any food or drink-related stuff they want to bring up before we I did get a French press. Um, I haven't really Ooh, used it yet. I, like I just got it. And, well, what I got it a while ago, but I didn't have um, – I didn't get the grinder, you know, for, for the beans – so the beans uh, and the grinder just came yesterday, so I didn't have time today, but I will probably later be using that bad boy, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Mm -hmm. You said pants. French press, and so my brain was like, oh, shirt press. And then I'm like, what are you doing with food in your shirt press? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Every time I've said French press lately, I've said fresh prince by accident. Yes. Yep. And then I'm like, well, that's not a bad thing. I love the, I love the prince, but... But yeah, I'm excited. It, it should be good. I hear it's uh, I hear it's a good brew. David, do you have a French press? I do. I don't yeah. use it as much. Um, it, but it's yeah, like when I want more of like a drip coffee style, then yeah, I'll I'll pull out the French press. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I'm looking forward to Casey's review of French press decaf. That's that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> no decaf shall ever touch that French press. I promise you. That's right. It won't be tainted. You have to get rid of it otherwise. Without further ado, we're going to start the game, Where in the World is Phantom Thief B? So, uh, I explained the game <laughs> beforehand to everybody, but I'm going to go through a, a little bit of an intro here and explain it to everyone uh, playing at home. So, uh, I guess I'll get started. So, good morning, detectives. My name is David, but I'm also known as the Slumbering Maple. I am the raking bracer here at the Guild, and you're here to assist us in a joint investigation with Acme Detective Agency in order to put... A stop to the Phantom Thief B heists. This time, one of the henchmen of this dastardly criminal stole a precious item from the Rosemary and Time Tavern, Dandelion's Loot. Your mission? Track down this missing loot by following the riddles and identifying the culprit before the fuel on your dimension-hopping Panzer Soldats runs out. Each riddle along the way provides a clue to the location until you finally find the next... until you finally find the object. In order to find each card with the next riddle, you'll need to correctly identify both the specific location and the game which within it resides. Eyewitnesses within the game will be able to provide additional clues to the next location, and they will also give you clues as to the identity of the video game uh, character that's assisting the Phantom Thief and these thie- and these uh, thefts. If you can, if you get completely stumped, an informant is, is available. You get one, so that, that that's your one lifeline. Uh, for the three detectives tonight, is that if you get completely stumped, there's an informant in each of the game that you'll be able to call upon that'll be able to help you. Is that a joint so lifeline, or do we... Because we're working as a team. <laughs> no, no, one one for the team. One for okay, the team. we don't each get one. Um, right, right. No. And uh, so basically, the the way to win this game is uh, get to the end and figure out who was who the person was that, that stole the Dandelion's loot. And if you can get it there without making two wrong uh, choices on the on where to go next, uh, you'll you'll win. So if you hit three wrong choices, that's a loss. So uh, yes, well, I guess we'll get it get things started uh, over in the Witcher Three Wild Hunt at the Rosemary Time Tavern. So Geralt of Rivia is waiting there uh, with along with some eyewitnesses. So good luck with the investigation. Okay, so so I guess there should be three people at this place, and a, there's a cl- there's also a clue here. Uh, yeah, slumbering maple is that right? No, slumbering <laughs> maple is the is the is the joke name for. No, I, yeah, the, I was wondering if I was supposed to call you slumbering maple yeah. from no, now on. We no, shall. It's, yeah. You can if you want for, forever. Um, <laughs> S maple, yeah. Yeah. So when you get there, I'll give you the clue, um, and then Geralt uh, will Cast give you the first riddle. But I'll and we, pause. We don't have um, to play Quint against him to get it, or. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I would have um, a page. I'm no good at Gwent. But yeah, so I'll give you the riddle, and I'll give you a, uh, a minute to to if you want to discuss what you think it might be, and then mm-hmm. I'll give you the first clue, and I'll just pause each time just to give you a chance to to talk about it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um. Alrighty. So here we go. So yes, uh, the so the three detectives, Paige, Casey, and Jordan, are all. Uh, in Witcher 3 now, and they are mo- uh, heading on into the taverns to meet with Geralt. So here's my, here's my best Geralt impression. Here we go. 
Oh man, I'm I'm blowing it already. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even say a word. <laughs> you know. Hello, detective. A riddle. A riddle was left at the, at the scene. It says, the urban myth may have turned out to be false, but this time, you will actually find something. <sighs> that was beautiful. Now, can you say it in real voice so I can understand it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the the actual riddle is. Uh, this urban myth may have turned out to be false, but this time you will find something. Hmm. So this is a location inside a game. Now, are there three people we could talk to in this game, or does that start once we get to the next yep. area? No, no, it starts now. So uh, Geralt will give you the first clue. And mm-hmm. uh, so they, so uh, though Geralt did not see the thief themselves... Uh, they overheard that a suspicious-looking character was uh, talking about heading to a popular video game franchise. They also overheard witnesses mention that it, this suspicious character was also carrying some form of firearm. Firearm, okay. So that's your clue for the thief, and you also got one clue on where to go next. So, urban myth could turn yep. out to be real. With a, uh, that, a that's- gun. But the gun, the gun is for the, the gun theme. is unrelated to the location. We need to figure out where to go next first, right? Yeah. Uh, who, who, who are the other? Can we speak to the other eyewitnesses, David? Yeah, you can either speak with Yennefer of Vengerberg or Triss Marigold. You got to go, Yennefer, Paige, right? What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Yennefer happened to be in the bar at the same time and overheard a suspicious character mention that they were heading to a world that was monochrome. Devoid of color. Mm, okay. So that's a clue for the next thing, like the next game. Yeah. yeah. yeah so so the, the clue game. of the gun is for the thief, and then popular game franchise yeah. and monochrome is for the game we're trying to figure out. And yeah. the, for the and location the urban, and yeah. the urban myth thing. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm trying to think of monochrome games, and I'm just like, um, yeah. Uh, Pokemon is my my guess Oh true Game Boy Yeah that's a good one Because monochrome Game Boy makes sense I can't think of many recent games RPGs that would be monochrome Just by choice Uh, Um, (laughs) So Pokemon's where I'm leaning now Hmm Yeah you would assume right It'd have to be an older game And yeah Pokemon Super popular Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's another RPG On Game Boy that that would come up here. Um, uh, I mean, unless if it's eyewitness, we can speak to yeah. Tris. Well. Tris has the last one. Okay, I was going to say unless if you went back to one of like the like a Final Fantasy on Game Boy, but yeah, I, we, we can talk to the other person, right? That's possible. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Let, let's hear from Tris. So Tris had mentioned talking to someone who was talking about going on a cruise. Ooh, the SS right man, after, right? Yeah. Damn, yeah right after stashing. Right after stashing the next card. But what about the the urban myth part? Um, I'm just trying to think Me. how that fits in. Me behind the truck. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That could be. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What is okay. the SSN? So, uh, I'm, I... yeah. yeah. So is I that agree. your that your that's your guess? The truck. Yeah. We next to the, go SSN? to the SSN. And you are correct. I believe that's yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's the truck. It's underneath the truck at the SSN. Woo-wee. Nice job, guys. Yeah. 
So the the team heads over to the uh, the truck at the SSN and picks up the next card. (laughs) And it says, resting next to where the girl who shines as brightly as the sun retires at night. Resting. So the next card is resting next to where the girl who shines as brightly as the sun retires at night. Bright as the sun. And this is a location clue, right? That's not a that's not a thief clue. The, yeah, um, this is the the location for the next game. For the next or, game, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's talking. And <laughs> Rich is so, Rich is screaming at his at his uh, iPhone right now. By the way, I like it. Uh, or okay, so there, there are eyewitnesses at the SSN truck. Is that right that we can speak yep, to? Yep. So the so we've got Ash, Brock, and Misty. Okay. Like, you know, you got to go with your man Brock here, I think, right, Kate? I, I was going to say Misty, but I'm down with a little Brock. Little Brocktober. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, Brock uh, mentions that uh, this new this new location features one of the all-time best female protagonists. Best female protagonists. Yeah. Hmm. And, okay. though they did not see the suspect, Brock was uh, sure that he had heard the suspect's voice somewhere else before in some other form of media okay hmm so there's your two clues for the thie- for the thief's identity identity okay mm-hmm. let's see what misty yeah say what's misty holding back from us misty uh <laughs> misty laughed when the suspect had mentioned that they were scared for their life as the female lead had threatened him bodily harm by being hit with the blunt end of a stick. Yeah, I was like, I can already um, guess. Now that's a location who, clue, or a that's a location yeah. clue, I believe, right? That's I, a location clue. I don't know the location, but I can already guess the character that's being referenced from that first <laughs> clue of the female. <laughs> what he said about female protagonist. Well, keep that in mind, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And Ash. And Ash, yeah. Yeah. Uh. He had heard that the cus- the suspect uh, was looking forward to a very uh, l- uh, f- friendly and long trip through the countryside. So yeah, I don't know about location, but going with the best female protagonist and someone being scared of them, I'm thinking it's Estelle. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. This is probably true. Yeah, I was thinking time. long <laughs> country. I was thinking yeah, running a like yeah. Hmm. So let me let me repeat the. Uh, the riddle uh because i if you know who if you think you know who the person the riddle is you you should know the location so it's resting next to where the girl who shines as brightly as the sun retires at night or resting underneath where the girl who shines as brightly as the sun retires at night see i haven't played the game so i don't know (laughs) when she sleeps and i haven't played it as recently as david you don't have to name every week you don't. You don't have to name the specific location. Like, it could be just. You could just say the object. I don't know. What does she? What does she sleep on? <laughs> does she sleep on the ground? <laughs> like, yeah. I have no idea. Does she, she sleep upside down like a bat in a cave? Like a... <laughs> no, she's. It, don't overthink it. <laughs> I just don't remember. Like, yes, play trails in the sky for sure. Uh, and I agree with Paige that it. That this is probably Estelle. But I don't know specifically, like... Well, uh, is she on, like, the second floor or something where she sleeps underneath? Is that what we're looking for? 
right? Is, that was the clue? I don't know. I just Googled a self sleeping in a log as a bed, so. <laughs> like, under the bed? Is that possible? I That's it. That, that's just, that's the, we're looking under that's the, the location under under Estelle's bed in Trails of the Sky. Boom. There we go. Okay. All right. So it's David. To, oh. <laughs> yeah. What's he doing under we're there? Heading off to heading off to Estelle's place in Trails in the Sky. So, yeah, when you get there, there's uh, the card underneath the bed, and Ooh. on this card is the next riddle. So the riddle states: Check the hull of this vessel that does not require water to move. It's got to be an airship, right? <laughs> yeah, I think airship or spaceship, yeah. And Which uh, is a problem. There's, there's a lot of airships. <laughs> yep, but good thing so we've I'm got gonna, a couple people to I'm, talk to, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to need I'm gonna need the name of the vessel and the game it's in. And the three, uh, the three places, or the three people that you can talk to is Estelle Bright, Sherizard Harvey, or Joshua Bright. I should probably talk to the... Girl who's um, bed we're pilfering under first. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. explain why we're there. <laughs> <laughs> we're not creeping. <laughs> so, yeah. So after after calming Estelle down because she was thoroughly pissed off, <laughs> uh, she uh, she had mentioned that the the she overheard the suspect uh, upon running out of the house mention that they were off to meet one of the most reused characters in video games. Hmm. Sid. Mm, Estelle, yeah. <laughs> Estelle, yeah. Estelle also surmised that the character must have knowledge of criminal activities and able to have been able to sneak in unnoticed. That's your third clue for the, the identity of the thief. Can you give us a second clue again? Uh, For the thief? Yes, please. I've written it down. The, the second <laughs> clue writing was, down my police oh, notebook here. It was um that the the voice was familiar to Brock oh, from other side of the media, games. right? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, I was hoping Eusis okay. would be there, but uh, who are the other two people again? <laughs> I forget. Uh Sherazard and Joshua. Yeah, Sherazard, let's talk to her. Yeah. So Shara, after hearing of all the pubs uh, that has, or sorry, after so Shara says that after hearing about all the pubs in this game that never ends, she booked passage herself to this particular world. All right, never ends. So it's got to be Final Fantasy fourteen, right? Airships, Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, the Enterprise. Let's talk to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Joshua says that after he heard the name of the ship, he uh, he assumed that the culprit was actually going to a Star Trek game. Yeah, so I, I think Casey's got it then. Because mm. yeah, Enterprise would be Star would be the Star Trek uh, ship as well. Yeah, exactly. So it is underneath. So you head off to Final Fantasy fourteen. You head into Eorzea, to the holy city of Ishgard, Ooh-wee. and you check under the hull of the Enterprise, and lo and behold, another card. And on this card, it says that the loot is currently holding the booth at a cafe with a French name. 
sorry, one more time on that one. I missed the beginning. Part. Yeah. <laughs> I just so, want to like guess immediately, so, but I like have to wait. So uh, Dan- Dandelion's loot is currently holding the booth at a cafe with a French name. Because okay. I can think of one already. So <laughs> in a in a Persona game, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's there to ask for. <laughs> so your three characters that you could talk to are Alpha Node Leviou, and Ishtolta. Alpha Node. Yep. So the uh, the culprit had said he he didn't know he was talking to the culprit at the time, but the culprit had mentioned that they were going to a location lo- on Earth. Yep. Hmm. They also comment. They also had a discussion about the color yellow. Hmm. All right, all right. Who else was uh, there? Uh, Thancred and Ishulta. Oh, we got to talk to Than- our boy Thancred. Yeah, you got to do it. Thancred? <laughs> yeah. uh, Thancred wasn't sure if it was the actual suspect, but the suspect did ask to borrow some cash for train fare. Hmm. Train fare, all right. Mm-hmm. And Ishtola? And Ishtola... Using her magical powers, has determined that you'll have to wake up, get up, get out there. Yeah, right. I'm going to catch the. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say it's LeBlanc just by saying that it was a cafe with a French name, but you know, just. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you hop into your uh, Panzer Soldats and head to Persona Five. The loot. So you've successfully found the uh, the stolen item, and now all that's left is to determine who the thief is. So I, I can go over the four clues again, but Futaba, Makoto, and Tai all have hints on who the thief could be. Do you, yeah, could you give us a recap of the the previous hints, and then we could talk to to our new peeps? I mean, I've got it written down. <laughs> oh, I'm unprepared. Okay, so the. <laughs> <laughs> the first, yeah. So the first clue is that there that the suspect is was seen carrying a firearm. The second clue is that it's believed that the voice of the sub suspect uh, may be familiar in other forms of media. That the suspect uh, has previous knowledge of criminal activity, and that the culprit is partial to the color yellow. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I've already got an idea, right. but we can talk to... <laughs> um, Let's talk to Makoto first. Do you guys want to talk about it first? Because you can, you, can, you can say who you think it is. And then <laughs> well, I think it's Adachi, so... <laughs> mm, yeah, it would make sense. Fire on. If I gun criminal activities, I looked up the voice actor... Um, he voiced Brock in Pokemon Origins. Ooh. And then... Why partial to yellow, though? I guess the game. Because that's the color scheme of... Yeah, Persona, per- Persona Golden's <laughs> yellow. Or, or gold, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I was thinking mm. just, uh, like, oh, this character was in other media. Which, I guess Adachi would, right? There's, like, mangas and, and, and stuff for Persona. And there's an anime, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, let's, uh, I think we should... That, I like the idea, but we might as well get our extra hints just to uh, to make sure. Yeah, let's keep going. 
Sure. So we got Futaba, Makoto, and Tai. Yeah, <laughs> Makoto first. All right. Uh, just like in the video game they came from, it might be too easy to guess who the thief is. All right. So a game where a game where the thief or the or the the villain is like, very easy had, to figure yeah. out. Well, yeah. yeah ha, had you played this game, you you may have guessed pretty early on who who the villain is. Okay. Uh, who do we got left? Futaba and Tai. Mm-hmm. What's Futaba got? Sure, Futaba. Yeah. Futaba's got. Uh, despite not being from Persona Five, they seem to off know an awful lot about shadows. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I like Paige's uh, yeah, like... inkling here. <laughs> <laughs> the last one might give it away. Ty says, uh, if you're looking for the suspect, you might want to head over to the mall, seem- as they seem to enjoy hanging out there more than doing their actual job. <laughs> Who is Teddy? Oh, oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- those three clues were about the next game or about the... Uh, just about that's the culprit because we they're all the culprit there is no next game gotcha because yeah okay i i saw the nine dimensional hops i'm like oh did you mean <laughs> three oh, i just meant per if person? You, it gave you you guys didn't get any wrong answers so it's like if you did one then you have to go back so that right would, okay okay gotcha yeah. gotcha we're just okay. that hey, good um, i think it's yeah. <laughs> I, you guys all, i agree you're all in agreement I, i'm gonna agree yeah i think i think page has got it Man, you nailed it. Boom. <laughs> now, let me ask you. I was worried. David, did you actually, <laughs> pl- like, the with with the voice acting, was that the clue, <laughs> the connection you were making? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the no. I was thinking um, uh, Johnny Young Bosch is just, like, he does anime voice. Like, he does voiceovers in anime. And yeah. um, he was in, like, he's a Power Ranger. He was the Black Ranger. Uh, like, he's done a lot. No, I looked up the filmography and it was like, um, he's done, he's voiced Brock in one of the movies, so. That just, that just, I'm going to be honest with you, that was a fluke. Uh, I was going to say, I was like, man, David is like way smarter than I could ever come up with. Like, that was incredible. (laughs) But yeah, there was a few where I like, I wanted to get straight away. It's like, wait, you just at the cafe with French. I'm like, yep, LeBlanc. Like, do do we need to look at the, listen to any of the clues? And like, yeah, I already know what's a Dutch. Do I need to look at the clues? Man, we got, we got through this way quicker than I thought. I was also. I, a little, I was worried uh, this was going to be like the first time we played Jeopardy, David. Yeah. And you made the answers, and no one got any points at all. Like, <laughs> I it was, was definitely so hard. worried. I was definitely worried about that because it's like, uh, yeah, like that. That was uh, that was awful. I think like sixty percent of the the questions went unanswered because it was. Yeah, uh, I, I just went so hardcore into the. It's um, obviously better to do it this way, where we can actually get to the end and have fun with it, as opposed to yeah, like yeah, the opposite. If we lose on like the first or second place, it'd be pretty brutal. For, for so. what it's worth, yeah. I probably would have lost if I was alone. I would have been like monochrome <laughs> yeah, game, duh. <laughs> yeah, I, my brain was like, oh, isn't there a bit in like one of the epic movies of monochrome? I don't know. <laughs> I can't I like, remember any like, fully monochrome game. <laughs> I, obviously not RPG, but. I like how Downwell's the first one. That's really good. <laughs> That's the first one that comes to mind. Man, that game's awesome, by the way. Yeah, it is. But it is. Uh, no, it did. it'd be funny no, if no, you that, start talking fine, about David, games I've fun. never even heard of, or like, well, yeah, like the Downwell. I've never even played it, so you you'd be talking about like the different things in Downwell, and be like, "What the yeah. hell is that guy talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty hard because Downwell basically has no story to yeah, it at all. So it'd be tough to come up with well. one. That being yeah. said, David, you yeah. should totally check that out because it's really cheap and. It's awesome. 
But anyway, it's a little yeah. roguelite. Tate mode. You can also you play Tate mode to, too. Yep. Didn't even need to use any of the informants. Oh, books plays one with them. I had the uh, I had the Bloody Baron was going to be an informant for if you needed one right off the bat. I had Mewtwo for the Pokemon informant, Campanella for the Trails in the Sky informant, and La Habrea for Final Fantasy fourteen. What were they going to say? Like, can you tell us what the clues would have been? They would have. They... Uh, so they would have given you three locations that they could have gone to, like Carmen right, San Diego yes. style. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, so the first one I, I had uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, Link's Awakening, or Final Fantasy Adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the next one, it would have been Trails in the Sky, Final Fantasy Thirteen, or Horizon Zero Dawn, since they're all female leads. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy Fourteen, World of Warcraft, or No Man's Sky, all the games that never end. And then uh, the last one was Persona 5, Mario & Luigi, Superstar Saga, and Yakuza 0. Mm-hmm. Um now, the reason I picked those ones, even though they don't seem very Persona 5-ish, is because uh, they have French cafes. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just found the Wikipedia page for monochrome video games, which are lists of ones that are monochrome by choice and not like Game Boy games. You know? <laughs> like, not ones that... Yeah, there's not many, right? Yeah, that's yeah. where my mind Especially first went to. was like, yeah, what, what game was by choice, not necessarily, yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's just... Like, you know, World of Horror, West of Loathing... Minute, yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like big, big games. Like I think uh, Ghost of Tsushima has uh, a mode where you can like maybe Kurosawa mode. I think it's called where you can play the game in black and white, right? As if it's like an old samurai film or something. (laughs) That's what Alex. um, But that's a little bit of a stretch. Game like. (laughs) Oh, did he really? Oh, that's Which is crazy because that game is so beautifully colorful too. Like, like I have Mm -hmm. no doubt that just playing in the black and white mode is awesome. But like that game's too beautiful not to. To play the whole thing like that, yeah, that that that's kind of like me playing all of Dragon Quest Eleven in the two D mm-hmm. mode as opposed to the three D <laughs> mode. You're kind of missing out on some really great visuals. That's so. why I like the three um, DS version because you've got the bottom half is two D and the top half is. Yeah, you get the best 3D. of both worlds. Oh man, I I really wish we had gotten that one here. It's a shame D- we they didn't, didn't. But now that yeah. you have to like go into a menu to change it, right? Or like you had to save it too, right? It wasn't just a straight. It's from the it's from the the statues, the save statues, that... like the the dragon um or the uh what the hell do you go the uh, yeah the dragon statues where you save your progress. You could that's where you go to switch two D and three D. You can't just do it mm. on the fly, unfortunately. It, so, I love the yeah. games that like I I know you're not playing D two, but like to. To f- and I know it's not exactly the same, but like to flip back to the old graphics mm-hmm. to the new graphics with the oh, single sure. button. Yeah, yeah, like I love. I love when you can do that. that. It's really fun to compare. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish more games like remakes, remasters, whatever, let you do that. I think it's yeah, really cool. It, I mean, it makes you really appreciate the the new visuals. You know, like obviously, Absolutely. like you're like, oh, yeah. these look great, but then like you go back and you're like, woof. Look at these old ones. <laughs> oh, you, you see, you see some old games like they just look better with the scan lines <laughs> as opposed to like HD or Pixel Perfect or whatever, right? And so you want to go back to the way those games came out. Like I, I think the Castlevania uh, Advanced Collection, like you can play in a lot of different visual modes, which is cool. So you might want to play Pixel Perfect, or you might want to go back to, I guess, what close to what it looked like on the GBA, right? Yeah, it's nice to have the options and definitely a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this was good, David. We should do this again. I, I'd be happy to come up with one. If you send me your notes, I can kind of just fill in the blanks, uh, do do my own version for uh, for next yeah, month. No, maybe. I, really yeah, cool, no, really cool, really cool idea. And, and I think you did a great job with the the hints and everything too. So, agreed, agreed. Oh, nice. The well, best best part was your Geralt voice. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was kind of annoyed that in the Final Fantasy fourteen there wasn't a um 
Oh, I f- dang it! I forgot his Alphanoi? name. Alpha No, no, no. You had that. The um, Ariange. Um, I'm annoyed that I couldn't. I didn't have Ariange, oh, yeah. so I could force him to speak like Ariange. <laughs> well, that that should be the rule. He has to give us one voice acting attempt for each time we do this game. I'm gonna or each, I, each each location. One of the eyewitnesses yeah. has to be David's voice. I'm gonna have to cameo the voice actor of Geralt uh, before this and send him the send him the script so that he can read right. the. the so then, when it plays back and everything else, you guys will be making fun of my Geralt, but it'll be the same. It'd be guy. perfect. That's good. So, can you add that as a Patreon a Patreon goal for the rest of the year, or something like that? Like, if we get to a certain amount of money, we'll cameo actually have voice pay for the cameos for in the in the next game. Does yeah. he do a cameo? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He might. I, <laughs> That'd be funny though. So many people. A lot do, of people so do. Yeah, that would. But, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, That'd be yeah. sort of amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're like it making fun of him, and we're like, wow, it sounds spot on. He's he's like he's like oh I, what the hell is this for anyway? He's like he's we're like describing the game to him. And yeah. Like I I don't think I could do this. Like, yeah, man. Well, we we got some time. How about uh, I we do a little Nintendo discussion uh, for last call. I'm curious, uh, curious to hear Jordan about uh, you. You got the OLED. I don't. Did Paige? Uh, I did do. you get the OLED uh, switch as well, or just is Jordan the only one uh, here? Uh, no, it, um, my my I already got my extended warranty on my current switch. So I've got to wait till that runs out before I, you know, waste it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I so I did get I did get one. Uh, it it did come on launch day. I was really happy about that. Uh, I was worried I was going to miss the shipment because I was I was out with the kids, but. Um, no, I did get it. Uh, I got the one with the white Joy-Cons. Um, it's it's really nice. Uh, I really like it. I've been playing Metroid Dread, uh, Tetris Effect. Uh, I've got a review coming tomorrow. I guess when people hear this, it'll be already be out. But uh, a game from Playtonic, actually. Uh, so the guys who did Ukulele, they published a game, or they are publishing a game called A Little Golf Journey. A mm. uh, really cool game. Uh, so you can check out my review on NWR. Um but yeah, I I love the I love the OLED so far. Uh, it's a little heavier. Like I I'm, I find myself taking more breaks. You know, um, uh, in Metroid Dread, when it's, when I reach a save point, I'll usually you know take a break for five or ten minutes or something, come back to it. Because um, you you do I think I going from playing the light almost exclusively to playing the OLED, you do feel that that weight difference for sure. Uh, so that there it is it is noticeable. Um, a little bit heftier in the hands for sure. But the screen is gorgeous. Like oh man, does it, Metroid looks awesome? Tetris Effect. Uh, uh, eat a little golf journey all of those games have really um a lot of bright colors in them um and so they they do benefit so much from uh from that that new screen uh, i i've only played handheld i haven't docked it yet I haven't even taken the dock out of the box yet um obviously you know, if you're getting an oled switch uh, you, you probably want to be playing handheld most of the time and i have been doing that so yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan so far. Uh, I haven't really put it through all its paces. It's got a cool uh, kickstand at the back. It's it's a it's a it's a it basically takes up the whole back of the console, uh, and, the, and then the bottom half of that uh, is is a kickstand you can flip out. So it seems a lot sturdier. Uh, so I might try that with my son. Set up the the OLED on a on a table or and uh, just hand him a Joy-Con or something and give that a shot. Because uh, it's, it, it's so clumsy with the the base switch. The the little kickstand is so small, easy to yeah, knock not it much down. To right. It. So <laughs> this. No, it's just, it's and this one's a lot, a lot meatier. It just 
feels better uh, with this one. So yeah, I, I'm I'm liking the OLED a lot. Uh, again, I don't know that um, for for it, that it's going to be for everyone, but I play so much handheld that it seems like it's gonna get a lot of use for me. Yeah, I, I didn't get one, and I don't I don't really plan it just because. Yeah, I I pretty much exclusively play on uh, the docked and on TV these days. Yeah, but yeah. I, Metroid Dread, perfect game. I feel like to showcase so that OLED, I, I don't think it's a coincidence, obviously, yes. that these two sort of came out hand in hand because that game is mm-hmm. beautiful. Ooh, like playing it on yeah, the big screen, yeah. is, it's just amazing. And I can only imagine on the OLED. Yeah, I don't know how far you are in Metroid Dread case. Like, I, I'm kind of taking my time with it a little bit. I'm not trying to rush through it. I know a lot of people are kind of rushing through yeah, it. it. Twitter has just been a minefield of uh, of spoilers and discussion of the game, and everyone's talking about it. It's kind of a cool... It's kind of like what happened with Breath of the Wild, you know, when that came out and everyone was talking about Breath of the Wild for weeks. feels like Metroid Dread might, might be the same thing. So it is fun that everybody's into it. Uh, it seems to be enjoying it. The Metacritic score is really high. It's probably going to be one of the best-selling, if not the oh, yeah. best-selling Metroid game, right? Like, and, and that's just what's happening with there's, Switch, right? When the Switch gets a version of something, it becomes the best-selling one. There's a good one. chance that Metroid Dread probably sells just as much as every other game combined in the series, um, or, or yeah. close oh. to it. I, I saw they... Sh- um, that's the Switch magic. They showed... Uh, I saw a tweet before I got to hear. Uh, I guess this is based on UK sales, but uh, Switch is number mm. one for Metroid Dread. Then Wii U... Metroid yep. Fusions 1, Zero Missions 2, Prime Trilogy 7, Super Metroids 9, mm. and on 3DS, Samus Returns is 3. So I think people are a right. little <laughs> excited to uh, get back into to not only Dread, but you know playing Dread and then going, mm-hmm. man, I, I want to check out the rest of the series. Yeah. Dread I, is I, still, I mean, uh, ahead, like, isn't Dread still one of the, like, for this year, it's still, like, fifth of in Switch games, though, isn't it? Like, I thought I read that it's still, like, the fifth best fifth best switch selling game that that could be but i mean the fact that it's only hasn't even been a a week yet right like it's it's pretty pretty staggering that you know it's gotten off to such a hot start uh and we don't even know the digital sales either this could there could be a lot of digital sales for this one too people picking up their switch oled and then maybe just downloading the game right away or something like that but um yeah all all the stores seem to be sold out of uh, oled switches around me even a couple stores sold out of metroid here too so um, all things that bode well for for the series going forward, I would say, if this one does well, probably going to get another one in the next two or three years, right? A, a, a 2D one, I should say, not yeah, um, four Prime Four. Uh, not, years. We, we've got we've got Prime as well, but <laughs> took fifteen I, to make this one. Yeah, but I mean, but now Mercury Steam kind of has the keys to the franchise. I would I would guess, right? With this one doing so well so far, uh, it, it's just you're going to give Mercury Mercury Steam kind of free reign to okay, you got to make the next one, right? Like they're going to when they started uh, making this. Shoulder. Like, do you think uh, when did I guess they probably started making it after Samus Returns? I suppose, eh? Like twenty eighteen. Yeah, well, there were there were ideas for this game for years, right? That kind of incubated for a long time before they finally found a developer to put them all together, I guess. Yeah, and you got to remember Samus Returns came out after the Switch was already out, too. So, yeah, Mm, they they might have literally just, like, the the day they they shipped that one out, they might have just shifted right on to to the next one. Right to the next one, yeah. yeah. Have you started playing uh, Metroid, Paige? Um, No, because I was, like, I I meant to play some of the other games before I got to that... Um, and then, and then I was like asking, I think I posted on Instagram, I asked like, you know, oh, which other ones should I play? And no one answered me at all. So <laughs> I would, if you're not going to start with Dread, um, I would start with honestly, probably Zero Mission, then Fusion. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I can get those on the Wii eShops, which is what I think a lot of people are doing. <laughs> yeah, that's where I, that's where I played them. Yeah, I played them on yeah. the Wii U. On Fusion, the GamePad. Is, like that was my first real Metroid game I played, and and I really love that one. Mm-hmm. But Zero Mission is a remake of the first one, and it's just fantastic. Um, and it's really short too. Like Zero Mission, you can beat that in a couple hours. Like, or you know, even if you took your time, it's not going to take you too long. It gets pretty, it's pretty abbreviated. Mm-hmm. So that that might be the best one to start with. I yep. agree. And then if you really get into it, like people, like Super Metroid is is you know held in super high regard. But I also think it's a yeah. little more difficult to get into compared to some of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't beaten that one yet. I, I'm also not the, the world's biggest Metroidvania fan, so. Um, but I am mm-hmm. enjoying Dread, and and even with like the the backtracking and all that good stuff, like I'm I'm enjoying it more than than I thought I would. I guess uh, I was complaining a little bit about this on Twitter over the weekend uh, because <laughs> it was a bit of a rude awakening for me. Um, heading back, we were so you know we all jump in the car, and uh, the kids each each have a switch, and uh, but it's a four hour trip, and four hours is a long time for the kids to play. So I usually tell them like. There's um, a checkpoint or, you know, a Starbucks on the way that we always stop to, which is about an hour in. And so we're an hour from the house uh, and we just left the Starbucks and the kids are all raring to go. And I said, all right, you can open your switches and start playing. And uh, as they as they turn everything on, um, nobody is allowed to play (laughs) because the switch is uh, requiring that the it be connected to the Internet. So that it can confirm, uh, I guess, I don't know what it's confirming. It doesn't even say what it's confirming because so it just it, says, please it connect to the internet. Is it the Yeah, like, so they, they mm. each have, um, so it's, they each have a primary, like, so uh, the one that my son's on, uh, our American account is the primary. So any of the games I put on the American account should be playable. And then my Canadian account is on my daughter. So there's lots of games that are under the primary there. But what it does is it just says it uh, it can't connect, like they try to open a game, uh, any digital game, and it'll say can't connect to the internet. And we're like, well, what does it matter? Like it doesn't matter if it connects to the internet. Just play the game. And then uh, then an error message comes up saying it must connect to the internet in order to uh, verify ownership of digital games. So then, um, so they were able to play like if if you have a, a, a cartridge. That has no DLC or or anything that was downloaded. You can play that without connecting, but that's the only games you could play. So my daughter started playing Arms, and then uh, I can't remember what my son played. But they got like they were. Uh, it didn't take long before they're like, we want to play something else. So I had to pull the car over, and turn on the hotspot on my cell phone, and connect each switch to the cell phone, and then connect to do so that it could. Uh, you know, do whatever check it's doing. And then, and then they were good to play. Like the, they were able to play like, so we disconnected it cause I didn't want anything to download off my cell phone while I was driving. And so any games that they were the primary on, uh, they were able to play no problem after that. So it's like this, I don't know how long this, this verification lasts for. I think it's 24 hours because the next day I had to do it again. Uh, when I when I was at like my in laws, like I had to connect to their Wi Fi and and do it again. <sighs> so I, I'm I think it's 24 hours, but I uh, could be wrong on that. But uh, pretty annoying. I uh, I don't like how you do this on a portable device is beyond me. And I've only started seeing people now on on Twitter who are having the same problem. Like I've seen a couple people now that say like, what is this? What's going on? 
Uh, so I'm really hoping that Nintendo uh, reverses course on this one. Yeah. yeah. The only issue I've had, I've seen, yeah, sometimes I go to play a digital game on my main Switch and then it'll do like a quick check load thing and I'm like, you know, it's, it's annoying because I'm not playing my Switch Lite, like why is it doing the check? And mostly though, I find it's doing the checking and then complaining that about my cloud save data being like, oh, we can't check the backup. I'm like, I don't care. Just let me play the game. You're in my way. Like, you just go away. I'm just trying to open the game. I don't care about the cloud save. I found that it's been doing that to me. Um, but I did, because of this, I did try my Switch on airplane mode with a digital game, and it seemed to like work fine without yelling at me. So. Yeah, it seems pretty asinine. Um, like you said, I, yeah. if I could... If you're if it's a home console, right? Like I think it would still be super annoying because first off, not everyone has internet connection. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, mm. or most people do, but I think I well, saw you ta- uh, tweeting about it, Paige. Right? Like a large yeah. amount of Australians don't still like they don't have it at home. You know, it's like because and I mean that was from a few years ago because we don't like the census was this year, but yeah, you know, if only a few years ago it was only fourteen percent of people don't have it at home. Um, then, you know, yeah, that's like whenever people go to buy games and if it's online only, I always ask, you know, do you have internet at home or do you, especially, or even do you have good internet at home? Cause you know, you might have internet, but it's going to take 20 years for it to download. Mm. Uh, yeah, just, and ugh. game companies are, and I remember reading something in like that, um, a water book and there was a bit about, you know, being considerate of, you know, people not having internet or, um, and Nintendo seems to have completely lost any side of that. Yeah. It, and, and it only so, just makes it a million times worse when it's a portable. Yeah. It's like, think of the people who just jump on a train to go to work or something, you know, like you can't connect to the internet when you're going through tunnels or, or whatever, you know, even if you have a phone to sort of bypass it with the, the hotspot kind of thing, like David was saying he did. Um, I, I hope that, I mean, Personally, for me, it doesn't affect me, right? Because I'm a hundred times out of a hundred. I'm playing at home on the TV. I, I've got internet here, all that stuff. But it just—it's so stupid. Uh, hopefully, Nintendo fixes it pretty pretty quickly. I don't know. I don't know if this is a bug or something like that, or if it's just affecting individual users. Because like, I, I've just picked up my Switch Lite, which I haven't turned on in about a week, and I'm I'm in airplane mode right now. I can go and play any of my digital titles no problem. It's not asking me to yeah, in, to log to log update, in. Though? Do you have or anything the latest like update? Uh, maybe maybe not. I, I don't know when the update was. I don't know when the update was pushed, but let's let's find out here. So I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn airplane don't mode do it. off. But yeah, I was com- with the. Know, you know, not everyone has internet. For science. Not everyone has good internet. Um, I was, you know, I was thinking of stuff like Animal Crossing, where they don't have basic stuff that was in the previous games until a couple years later when the adders, like they didn't have the holidays. They added them later as updates, and it's like, what if you just buy Animal Crossing and you don't have internet home, and then you don't get to have Christmas or. You know, maybe you don't want Easter because it's bad. No, not the eggs right. again. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, just... You'd have a very, what, very Because they empty couldn't be game. bothered to finish it on time. So they, yeah. David, do you know what version your Switch is? I'm just checking mine right now. My ver- my, uh, I'm trying to update it. I, I go and, and I, it says my system is up to date at, at 13.00. But, um... Because again, yeah, I think yeah. this might be something that's just affecting individuals rather than everybody, which makes me think it might be a bug in the in the update or something. 
But, um, but I think Animal Crossing is like the worst example of like not being considerate of people that don't have internet because, mm-hmm. and just not being considerate of people in general because yeah. you're just like holding away content until later. Hopefully they do something like a big update like when they did New Leaf and they did Welcome Amoeba and they did a reprint and maybe there'll be a print that has all the updates on it because... I hope they, they do something like that with this. I mean, there's an update coming soon, right? They, they, yeah, I think there's the, a direct this yeah. week or next week, this maybe? Week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's funny. Like, David, I saw you had this issue on Twitter. I know uh, a, a follower on Twitter that we, we both have uh, was commenting on it as well. Uh, Matt, I think his name might be. Um and so it's 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 multiple people that are experiencing this, but but again, it's other people that aren't. So I I just don't know what the issue is. I don't know if it's um, an update that caused it, or are you sure that the console? You said it's the primary one. I don't know if that maybe that changed somehow. You guys have multiple switches, uh, right? No, like I, it's funny. I actually uh, just changed it to like the the one switch I didn't change, and the other one um, I had to change primary back. Uh, to okay. the so I had primary uh, uh, like when so I had two switches and one was broken so when I yeah. got the other one back I switched the primary back to that one and then and that was just like a couple days before the update so, right so it was and then I checked afterwards and it was the primaries were definitely correct so I don't I don't yeah, know what's so, going on so that light right now that light right now is my primary I'm gonna check the OLED uh, which should be up to date because uh, mm-hmm. I have been playing it I'm just gonna see and that the OLED is not my primary so I'm just curious what that message yeah that one, one should probably have or try to get you to confirm yeah so I've got the so I've got the OLED here I'm connected online just gonna check the version number as well with this one uh, let's see so 13.00. Uh, so Tetris Effect connected uh, download game. Uh, can I close Dread? Yeah, I just saved. <laughs> yeah, lose all your progress. No, <laughs> don't want to lose all my. Yeah, I don't lose my progress. So yeah, so it is checking if the software can be played, and so I'm I'm in, but I'm on the internet, so I got to turn off that. So I just did that too. So I just turned on airplane mode. It says please turn it off. Yeah, same boat. So, but th- but again, this is not my primary system, and and that's that's what Nintendo's website says. It says it's going to check every time if you are not the primary switch, right? So I, I understand that, but the problem that David and some other people are having doesn't make sense. I don't think Nintendo wouldn't do that. I I really think it might be an error or a bug. It it seems that if that were intentional, I think it'd be getting more news. So but maybe it, not so much a, a screw up, but like... it could be a, a bug or a glitch or something like that. Uh, hopefully yeah. they'll hopefully they'll iron that if, out. If it is a bug, update. they better get an uh, an update out real quick because that's yeah. like I said. I mean, think of the people if you have that bug and you play your Switch primarily on commutes or something. You know, it's like you are now pretty much you know use, rendering it useless. Yeah, yeah, the, it, it would be pretty catastrophic. I think if they required internet. For for every console for for all games, that unless if no it sense, is like so. like David said, maybe twenty four hours. Then I guess you know you you register it before you leave the house. But it's just that's not something you should have to worry about. You know, yeah. in in twenty twenty one when you're no. trying to play a game, it's just let me play it. You know, like why you're yeah. actively, you know, whether I mean if it's a bug, obviously it's not intentional, but it's still dissuading mm-hmm. people from going digital, which. You know, Nintendo and every other publisher yeah. wants you to go digital. Of course, and I, I think we've seen we've seen uh, instances where an update has been pushed to the system, 
especially 13.0 like that's a big one right like that it's not a small numbered one uh so i i would i think there'll probably be a uh, you know maybe a smaller one in the next week or two that would fix something like this though nintendo will get reports that this is happening to people uh and then yeah they'll, they'll push something out I, i'd be surprised if that mm. wasn't the case not maybe maybe now. you maybe you've been banned or Nintendo thought you were cheating in some game or something and the, the ninjas the ninjas have been called in to put a halt to it I don't know. Yes, talking about a game yeah. series that's only got a few entries on Nintendo, so they were like, oh, that's it. That's right. You didn't well, buy Metroid I, like, Dread yet, so your system yeah, got yeah, nuked. Yeah, shame. I on. even I, I I even avoided. Uh, I didn't even click on that Kotaku article too. Like I, I <laughs> assumed anyone who clicked on it would be flagged by Nintendo. So I just right. I did see it. on Twitter it said yeah. uh, Nintendo's going after them. I, I didn't get to uh, look into it. Yeah, they took down their video. What a bunch <laughs> of pickleheads! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, probably a better note to end on. I'm sure there is, but uh, <laughs> maybe Octopath we'll, we'll move, we'll Traveler sucks. There it don't is. Don't do it. Don't. You know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you this. I was thinking about Octopath and Bravely Default 2 recently, uh, as recently as last night, and I think I think I prefer Bravely Default 2. I don't know if that makes you happy, Casey, for me to admit that, but I think I prefer Bravely Default 2. I need to get back hair, to that in terms game. Of, uh, game quality. It was not. It didn't grab me as much as the first two entries, but I also feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's around the time I got my PlayStation, and I can't. It, hmm. It's not bravely faults, bravely defaults fault that I got a PS5. You know, default, I, that's yeah. one I'd like to revisit. Yeah, no, you should. It's good. Um, but yeah, uh, let's. Uh, so I, I know we've got uh, we've been, we've started playing a few different games for the podcast. Uh, I, David, you and Paige are going to be recording an episode about Eastward. Uh, with one of our uh, new uh, new staff members at the Mage, uh, Nestor, is that right? Uh, you recording that yep. soon? Okay. Next uh, week, pro- I would. Just... Yeah, it, yeah, right. Tentatively right. scheduled. I, you got so many different time zones to work with. <laughs> That's going to be a little tricky, but yeah, that'll be good because Nestor's thing because he's in Japan. Uh, so that's good. Uh, we're also starting uh, Symphony of the Night. I can't believe that I really haven't either played this very much or certainly haven't finished it. So uh, a bunch of us here are going to be playing Symphony of the Night. Uh, uh, you know, we needed a, a spooky themed game to uh, record and talk about for uh, for the podcast. So that's going to be uh, the one of choice for this October. Fun so far. Yeah, I saw. I saw you've been playing it. I, I can't believe it's your first Castlevania game. That boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I've like there are I've so many up... Castlevania games, and you grew up with an NES. You had an NES. How do you not play Castlevania I... one, two, or three? I I played two for like maybe fifteen minutes or half an hour at a friend's house, and that's not a good one to start with. Which one did you say? <laughs> that's about it. Uh, <laughs> two Ca- uh, Simon's two. Quest. Yeah, Simon's Quest. I played Simon's Quest. Uh, I think I played Castlevania 4 on an emulator for like 15 mm. oh, minutes. Super Castlevania 4 and is so good. That's It's really good. Oh, and yeah. I rented uh, Castlevania 64, and 10 minutes <sighs> in, I said, this game sucks, and I took it back and, re- and exchanged it. Well, you played two out of the worst three games. <laughs> two, uh, two of the three Castlevanias you <laughs> it, played. It can only go up from there. Made, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I played just, more. You're really gonna enjoy Symphony of the Night now. I'm an hour. I'm an hour into Symphony of the Night, and I uh, I've already played more of it than I have any other Castlevania yeah, combined. Yeah, it's good. So, and it's good. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's uh, gotten a couple past a couple bosses already. Yeah. Uh, if for you guys who haven't started, it might be good to Google the manual and take a quick peek because there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that I didn't realize. Like I'm picking up hearts and going like, why isn't my health 
come uh, going back, like the health would never re-energize. And yeah, then see, that's it, when yeah. I learned that the hearts are, are actually for um, the, the secondary weapon. And then ammo, I didn't know yeah. the secondary ammo was like randomly shooting for me. And I'm like, what, what what's going Like, is there a button for this? Well, I don't know what's happening. And it, yeah. I learned it's you have to hold up and, up and, and hit B, attack. Yeah. See, now, oh, if you played man. any of the original Castlevania games, you know, <laughs> one and three and I think four was probably all like that, right? So, yep. yeah, but that's good. That, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it, I don't know if it's still on sale. It was on sale on PlayStation. Uh, you could get the two-pack with, uh, I think it's Rondo of Blood. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yep. so you get that two-pack. I think it's 50, oh, more than 50% off right now. So people, if you check out that, uh, see if that deal is still available if you're wanting to play with us before we uh, record an episode at the end of the month. Um, Paige, anything, uh, anything new with you? What, uh, working on anything right now? Um, I think I'm going to redo my Kataria Fables video because when I was in between capture cards, I used inbuilt capture footage, which made the game look like it ran at 5 FPS, which it doesn't, so... <laughs> I have to yeah, remake that, and I'm just you know if, you're, if your up. husband deleted your footage again, you can just say that now. You're married. You're allowed to blame him for things like that. There's no need to hide no, that. W- right, wouldn't so. be married if you did. Again, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The, the, the gauntlet has been thrown. Um, Casey, what about you? What, what else are you playing uh, right now? Well, Besides well, playing Metroid Dread. I, I've been playing some Final Fantasy XIV, some uh, Diablo two. And then uh, we're actually getting ready for a uh, a little I demand you uh, over on Talk Nintendo uh, of actually Metroid mm. Prime the original. So nice. uh, I I gotta fire that. My plan is to beat Dread and then move on to that bad boy. But uh, but yeah, we've been. Are you gonna be playing on the Game Boy or playing like the trilogy version on Wii? Where you uh, probably you pro- the game the GameCube. Yeah, GameCube, sorry, I had to say Game Boy. Yeah, I'll, I'll I probably I do have the trilogy on the Wii U, so I will likely just be playing it over there. Probably go that way. But uh, yeah, yeah, I have not sense. played that game since it originally launched. Outside of maybe uh, you know a half hour here or there, but never actually played it through mm-hmm. again. So I am definitely looking forward to it. Gotcha. Cool. What about what about you, David? What's happening with the mage? I know we have a new, uh, a recent write up uh, from uh, another new uh, staffer to the team. Yeah, uh, we're actually so uh, Nestor's also doing the Metroid Dread review for us. So right, uh, yes. I know he just finished it today. For, uh, I saw on Twitter. And from the sounds of it, it's uh, it's going to be a glowing review. Uh-huh. And um, we have uh, Chris, who's uh, on the official writing team now, and he's working on uh, Caligula, uh, what, the Caligula Fleck 2. The Caligula the... Effect. <laughs> that's a yeah. tough one, the Caligula Effect 2. The Caligula yeah. Effect 2. Uh, so that's the sequel. I, I mm-hmm. actually played the first one, and it, it, I mean, it's... It's basically a, a Persona knockoff, I guess. It's, probably it's very, basically. very similar, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of based on that. Uh, it didn't. It didn't exactly like the f- the first game was one of those like it's fine, but it's not mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if uh, we'll find out from Chris if they m- do any better in the second one in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on with us. Uh, like I said, I've got a review of uh, a little golf journey. Check that out on NWR. By the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, but if you haven't already, subscribe. You know, leave us a comment. Uh, you know, share, share with people. Tell us about the, tell them about the podcast you're listening to. All that good stuff is uh, uh, great for the thirsty mage. Uh, but yeah, that's everything for tonight. Hope you enjoyed. Kind of listening to the game David made up. Uh, looking forward to trying that again. Uh, maybe uh, Casey or uh, myself will give it a go and see how it goes. But uh, yeah, that's everything. Uh, so everyone has a good night. To, you know, keep enjoying Metroid Dread or wherever you're playing right now. And we'll talk to you next week. Adios. Bye. Bye.